Hello everyone, welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Primetime here, here with the latest news around animation and pop culture. Hopefully, everyone is having a wonderful day, no matter where around the world. You get a little bit of update. Then I made an episode last week, because I was with family members. I wasn't out of town, and we decided to just like, take a break and just have fun with them. So far, I haven't seen them for quite a while, throughout this week. So, I mean, throughout parts of this year. So I was able to do that. Um, I also want to give you guys a quick update on the um, <clears throat> on a few episodes ago where the whole Vizzy Pop thing, allegations of her mistreating animators and doing some other horrendous stuff. Um, I just want to say that um, when I listened to the episode, you know, it was first impressions. Because for me, I always... I always look up to, to Vivzy because it's some sort of sign that she shows about the, the future of animation is independency. You know, she was able to break barriers and able to just find some sort of achievement or do things by herself without any help of any studio. You know, she's working under 824, but still. She's able to break that boundaries, and the uh, reason why I'm saying this is because um, through time and time again, I see many animators that they worked before, or they work currently with Vivzi, expressing the their positive side, their positive notes of how she um, was a good person. She was respectful, and she was able to just give like give any supportive stuff to her animators as well. So. And I rarely see anyone else who being negative to Vivzi and like sees a lot of positivity. So I'm not sure if this person I brought up from the last for the few episodes ago was spreading either rumors or this person could just have a little bit of bad taste with her. But um, <clears throat> you know, at this point, you know, the reason why I acted like that way because um, you know I'm very passionate about like animation and the way that how my teachers taught me was. Regardless of what, how good or bad any content of animation is, you have to remind yourself that, you know, there's still people who give all their all and having hard work and do all the stuff they're able to make the sequences. It's not easy, but they're able to give the most of their efforts to all these things. And that's what matters to me and matters to everyone else who worked in animation or knows about the industry as a whole. And <clears throat> it kind of gives me a bit of a trigger to see all this stuff that was believed to be what she was doing so far. And it gave me like this sort of passion to talk about it in more of a uh, angered way. And, you know, I, regret, I kind of regret the things I, I said so far from, from that episode. And, uh, you know, I regret it. I should have given it more thought. I should have given it more like a consistent of like at least you know try not to get like your your basically just personal stuff or personal feelings of lash to that stuff should have been professional should have been all that stuff and all this should have should have should have should have gone instead of way but you just have to learn that what you did what you accepted what you did what you accepted what you did and you must learn there's other things outside of the just one person making all these allegations and stuff and just keep going on reading and just knowing that hey not everyone else thinks this way the majority of the people does find 
her presence is more of positive than negative as well because you have to know that not everyone's going to be positive to you sort of least you know not everyone's going to be see you as a as a good person or as a better light you know you got to have like a lot of you know tensions with other people and you have to understand that so and, and that's the thing I need to understand to look up at least at least both the positive and negative views of um, of uh, both people related to this one person which is Vivzi so I just want to give you guys that and you know I apologize for what I did so far in a few episodes ago I should have been professional and all that stuff and see more outside of the negativity from from Vivzi and everything else because she is a good person I really, I really like her content and everything else as well and I always defend her to what she's what she said for the years and you know she showed this positive light and a lot of things happening around drama so far within the animation community what I've noticed so far and you know find something positive at least and you know, that's what we strive to do honestly look for the positives and the negatives but sometimes at least maybe you have to face reality itself but <clears throat> but then so with that out of the way so let's get started with your daily news. Now, <clears throat> our first latest news comes from the cartoonbrew.com that the confusion reigns over the future of the anim- future of animation at Warner Brothers Discovery. <clears throat> Warner Brothers Discovery or WBD hosted a Q Q2 earnings call on Thursday in the middle of the of a um, tumultuous week which saw the company make a series of high-profile film and TV cancellations that had worried about the future of animation at, at the company. It was called by a global investor strategy, Andrew Slabin, led by the WBD current and new CEO, David Zaslav, David Zaslav, Zaslav featured the presentation of WBD global streaming and games CEO, President G.B. Perrottet, and CFO Gunnar Wildenfels. After the executives presented their data, they took questions from investors. While the call didn't came close to creating up all the questions around the Warner Brothers plans for animation, it did offer plenty of clues about where the company is, is headed. Now, <clears throat> The question that people have minds is that is it all looking doom and gloom for Warner Bros. animation? Currently, across the internet, especially around this week, people are limiting are lamenting the demise of animation at Warner Brothers. But based on the information presented during the earnings calls, reports of the company animation decline maybe have maybe have been greatly exaggerated. Which reminds me of that one meme from Mega Mind. That's not to say that there won't be cuts or even major cuts to animated projects or productions across Warner Brothers brands. However, there seems to be a great deal of misinformation and con- conjecture floating, ar- floating around, which I also noticed as well. Contrary to, sev- to several reports and some viral social media posts, nobody who spoke during the call said anything con- concentrate around the kids and animation content seeing a broad 
range of cuts across streaming and linear platforms. In fact, more, of the, more than once, the WBD executives provided bits of hope for the future animation at the company. While, the <clears throat> while extolling the virtues of Warner Brothers, Motion Pictures Group IP's catalogs, Zaslav said that the DC and the animation group, together with the entire Warner Brothers library, our ambition is be is bring Warner back and produce high quality films. We will spend significantly more on the HBO Max product in areas we'll spend less because we're now finding an effective return. He explained that it's entirely possible that Warner team sees animation as one of the areas that isn't providing an effective return, but it seems to be premature to assume that animation falls into a category based on the available information. The reason why everyone's freaking out is because of the <clears throat> the call saw slide title of course corrections measures and intentions which the wheel field outlines the quote-unquote restructuring content portfolio for scripted linear kids animation direct directed to HBO Max films and international local content which according to the list it says under what it says around the where is it here is the second bar is that it says that <clears throat> restructuring the content portfolio for scripted linear kids and animation directed to HBO Max films and international the speakers have been, have been much clearer about the future investments and the content will go. Seeing as weren't, it's, li it's little wonder people are worried about the future animation at Warner, but nothing can, that can be saw, heard, and given the conclusion or impression of animation is on the chopping block at Warner's. <clears throat> there are a few other reasons why people are worried of that, is that, um, was there are a few examples for not just animation but like content in general. For example, uh, around this week, um, one of the crew members who, if anyone remembers the two thousand, the twenty, the twenty twenty movie Scoob, yeah, that movie. And there were plans that they're making a sequel for for as a Christmas, as a, as a holiday um, movie. It was to come around this week. I mean, this year. But apparently, they decided. Apparently, well, they fin the film is already finished. It's finished, and they wanted to release it and have a, have it released out. Out of nowhere, Warner was like, <clears throat> was like, nah, we'll throw it away. And the movie costs at least has like at least a ninety million dollar budget. Sometimes companies make like odd or un or questionable reasons why they did this honestly i still need to watch the film i heard there's mixed reviews of scoop but i found it interesting just to um that has me interested in watching it the big question of people's mind is to ask that what does the future hold for warner brothers animation companies turn their networks like cartoon network adult swim and boomerang which a boomerang i believe is still around at this point <clears throat> i'm assuming i don't know but during the earnings calls with Win Winfield's outlined that the strategies that didn't work for Warner under previous leadership, pointedly he called it out as significant, in significant, incremental, and 
loss marketing content investments for the Turner Networks, specifically the content spent on the shows that didn't have the passive generate significant ratings and incremental monetization potential. That sounds bad, but it's also very vague. And if sweep and if sweeping cuts were planned to the company's TV divisions, would want to have commissioned so many animated pro- product productions this summer explains the again the the two the two Scooby-Doo series, the Kelm's smartest place on earth, the Batman X Batman Astica for the Latin American version of HBO Max, the two anime series of Rick and Morty, the anime Ninja Korean and kids the kids shows like Dwarf Wood and Incredible Fighting Girl. Which the thing is that what really worries about everyone else is that um again the film was ninety percent done for the upcoming Scoop Holiday movie and you know they scrapped it, which I found it really really weird. And they're scrapping everything so far. Like this week they also scrapped the uh, upcoming Bat Batgirl film, and they decided to scrap that as well. They're 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 basically canceling things left and right. And the final thoughts in the article which they mention is that um. We're not arguing that anybody or any project is safe at Warner Bros. But based on the information we, yeah, it's currently available in context of recent uh, announcements made by the company, it does feel like maybe the sky isn't falling at Warner Bros. Discovery Animation just yet. <clears throat> I would say the thing is that Warner Brothers, they're going to this some type of odd way what Mr. Zadslav is doing so far. As a... If I had to be in his mindset or his shoes or something like that, I would have to say that... You don't want to have at least two pe- more pieces of the pie, so to speak. And... You're rearranging the company to make it more like... Kind of like Netflix, where they're canceling animation productions left and right, left and right. In order to make it more like having spend at least or not like at least have like not having working too much shows instead of focusing on a potential series to make it look better, so to speak, if that makes sense. Like is let's say how can I explain this? This is just a wacky example. Um Let's say you're make. Let's say you're making a, a skyscraper. You want to make a, a big giant skyscraper, and <clears throat> and you're getting a construction crew. Just give me an example. And all your workers are, are working individually to make like, you know, like you know, like houses, factories, and and other types of skyscraper uh, types of buildings as well. And in order to make this skyscraper, yeah. You, you have to make like at least like sacrifices like cancel this project to make these buildings and focusing more on this big main building that we believe to be great and that's why I believe what he's trying to do is he tries to cancel upcoming projects maybe current projects to focus more on other series upcoming series to make it more better instead of having people doing separate stuff let them write and to make content better, more quality instead of quantity. It's good 
in a business and maybe a viewership standpoint, but it's bad because you have so many creative minds and all this and people want to show what they have so far and this is one of the weird situations where companies are going after your stuff and canceling it all around. And there was also there was also a lot of rumors, I believe, or not rumors that um that HBO is HBO Max is going through like another phase where they're going to um uh, <clears throat> get rid of content that isn't making enough viewership or not making a lot of clicks or clicking on to what series and movies are doing. Basically, if this movie is not making any making any viewership, then you might as well just get rid of it from the platform. That's why a lot of people I see so far is that, hey, watch this series on HBO Max before they get rid of it. So to speak. I mean, I wouldn't say so, at least it's kind of what Netflix is doing. Because Netflix used to have like a lot of variety of, of shows back then until companies be like, okay, <clears throat> we want our property back for our own streaming service. So give it to me. Your contract is finished. We're not putting it in your platform. And that's the thing. I mean, I guess you could say this is sort of a downfall for streaming in a way. And I believe there's going to be a lot of people going to be focusing more on... Uh, Piracy, so to speak. I know this is something that people don't want to say, but I believe we're in, we're going into this, this age where piracy, <clears throat> where piracy and emulation and everything else doing something illegally under the internet is going to be more frequent than is going to be more to the mainstream audience. Because at this point in time, there's not just animation, it could be other stops of products viewership and all that stuff like video games or whatever where people are gonna stop going to at least pay for these products and find other ways to either hack or going through like shady websites or anything else or at least a VPN and to figure out ways to make to access these products either cheaper or free illegally and I know people say, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is terrible, whatever. I understand, it's bad for a creative standpoint, it's bad for like any standpoint as well. But at the same time, when you have the companies making these odd or, or, odd or questionable decisions for the product you're purchasing or the content you're getting, whether it be putting more expenses or giving you the stuff you like or having it preventing you from like watching those shows you like and not able to be available to watch it, then you have more, no resort to just like pirate, regularly, anything else, so to speak, if that makes sense. Like for me, I'll be honest with you. I'll be brutally honest. I, you know, I also pirate as well. I pirate a lot of stuff, honestly. Especially with the new, especially when back then when Steven Universe was still making more epi- new episodes, you know, I wasn't able to find like other ways to watch these episodes and other way until like reruns of the same episode was at the time during the middle or during the middle of the seasons, you know, it's getting harder and harder to see those new episodes and they all don't even show reruns. So what do you do? I do what any other person would do. Pirate. Honestly, the way I have this sort of like someone taught me this is that 
if you're gonna pirate something, the least thing you could do back to these creators and people is just give at least feedback. Give at least your own things and positive ways to give them that hey, we appreciate you make this episode of this video game, whatever, and you know, I'm glad to I'm able to enjoy the experiences of it. That's what I say that'll be a good takeaway to do so honestly and that's what I feel that we're going into this I will call it the phase of piracy and illegal con illegal content on the internet. And it's very common honestly. And that's what it kind of is going into so far what I maybe a good thing or bad thing but who knows honestly. And it was also plans of having Discovery and Warner Brothers be merged together. Which is odd but it's understandable because they you know, Discovery bought Warner Brothers and they decided to put it together and I still feel kind of weird, but at the same time, who knows? We don't know what the future is going to be possible for that, but we have to, again, wait and see what's going to happen so far. But it may seem doom and gloom for the animation industry, but there always got to be a light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. And, and you know, it always has to be this, you know, it has to be this way. And... And, you know, we had to find the positive stuff so far. And one thing I wanted to leave out is that, you know, no matter how things may seem doom and gloom so far, there's always going to be something positive coming out of this stuff. And who knows, it might be garbage, it might be something else that's really concerning, but we just need to know what's going to happen in the future. Because what we can only do is just speculate. We can't predict the future. We would like to predict the future, but we can't. The only thing we have to do is speculation, speculation, and more and more speculation as time goes on. Now, <clears throat> our next story for today comes from thegamer.com that Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl shows off the Hue Neutron gameplay available to purchase now currently so far yeah Nickelodeon also brought has surprised players fans and with a new character launch as game mill entertainment revealed the deft gameplay show off showing off of Hue Neutron's new moveset best of best of all the developers also announced that Hue, that Hue has been added to the game today which it was yesterday that Nickelodeon also brought universe pack is currently available and to buy right now in the video embodied Embedded below, we get a good look at Hugh's entire moveset using Pi's dad's da his dance moves and his and his natural attacks, as well as showcasing his abilities to briefly fly like a duck and spike players with a pogo stick. <clears throat> the developers also gave us a a look at some of the strong attacks in which he'll attack players with Flippy, with Flippy, which is the puppet in one of the episodes. And then bow to the crowd. Use his height to improve this to bumping abilities as well as whack opponents with their ukulele. Hugh Neutron is also comes a full, fully voiced by, by the known famous voice actor of Hugh Neutron, Mark DeCarlo. The surprise release of Hugh Neutron's possibility wasn't too surprising considering that the there was a leak a couple of days ago where so I went to the eShop, and all of a sudden, once he goes into the pack of Nick Osar Brawl, 
DC Hugh Neutron's upcoming date, which is August 5th. As well as Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life coming on surprisingly December 31st, which is about a day before New Year's. So, me thinking of having the character coming out of fall, at this point, fall's already over, it's already winter. <clears throat> you might as well change it to like coming this winter instead of fall. So, I'm just saying. But also understand there's also a lot of developers working so hard to make these characters functional and make sure they won't be as broken as what they tend to be released but overall of course now we know that it was as Hugh has finally joined the roster after months of waiting Nick Brawl's developers will be hoping that the introduction of introduction of Hugh will help the game winning player the the winning player base Early due to the release of multiverses, players will be struggling to get into matches as the game's peak player count only reaches around 52 last month and regularly drops around 10 according to SteamDB. Well, players have also been wanting Hugh for... So hopefully this brings some people back back and problems get to be a little bit better. Nick also brought us currently available on, the, on PC, PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series X and X. PS1 and as well as the PS1, sorry, Xbox One, as well as the Nintendo Switch. However, even though the game is not cross-platformed, so I'm, uh, I'm just saying maybe you could uh, have a cross-platform because I know I have a few friends who don't use consoles and you use PC only. So please, I, I I really want you guys to make cross-platform a thing, honestly. <clears throat> so. That's what I want to say um, for this article so far. For me, a couple of things. One, obviously I bought the pack, the the season pass for it, so I might get Rocco soon. I did play Hugh Neutron so far, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. Just give me a little bit of review and my opinion so far on Hugh. He's pretty good. The thing I have a problem with Hugh is that he doesn't seem that much of a, how do you say, a attack spammer, so to speak. Like you, like you keep mashing the buns in, you know, kind of like Jenny, where she throws punches, correctly hit punches and kicks and whatever. He was more of a strong, subtle, slow attack, basically. If you have the right, you have the right techniques and moves to do so. So he has his moves is a, a little bit janky. But a bit more complex if you know how to use them. His pogo attack is really good if you're able to aim at the enemy correctly from below and keep having like on brawls of being pogoed on the head a couple times before. I've done it before, it was really cool. Um, his jumping ability seems a bit overpowered by that. I mean, like his being, being of having not able to just go down without having the, um, you know, the jump meter being tired. Because there was a move what you could do is you could you could use a fucking banana and jump up at least six times. I counted six or seven times, preventing you from falling down or using the um, the the double jump special technique where he just flies up. So that is gonna be that's gonna be difficult to take down so far. And he has other powerful moves like he grabs the. Uh, uh, rubber or plushy duck to slam it down for a big attack. 
He also has his uh, his ukulele for like an up for up attack as well as his um his dance moves what they mentioned before. He also he also has his um throw ducks at characters, but it seems a bit a bit more janky. Needs to be a bit worked. And I save it just for last. Also, he also has his um up special attack where he just like raises pies boxes of pies in the middle of the air and give like a big attack for the enemy and his iconic move where he where you literally crouch down and summon a motorcycle kind of like with wario and smash brothers where you know you bring up your motorcycle and try to slam the character or try to run over the character so far however compared to wario he doesn't you know he doesn't pick up the motorcycle and throw it he just rides it and just let go Unless you want to keep, unless you want to keep the motorcycle be like a, a demolition derby where you keep running the players and having them stuck into that run over cycle over and over again, which is hell. And I'm pretty sure they need to fix that for a little bit because I could tell a lot of people could use that move very, 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 very often, especially with only matches so far. The voice is pretty good. I love the um, above. I love the the winning and losing. Um, animation at the end where when he loses he starts doing a fucking chicken dance like he did in the in the movie and when you win it shows the it shows him smiling or smirking with a box of donuts because the iconic iconic scene where he where he sings his his infamous donut boy song he is indeed I will not call him Hinochan anymore he is now donut boy from now on, Hugh Neutron is officially the Donut Boy. So when I heard he come up out of the roster, released, I was like, my friends, Donut Boy is here and he's here to show you his crack collection because he's Hugh Neutron. But overall, voice acting is pretty good. Obviously made by the original voice actor, Mark Ticolo. Great job. There was also a streaming where he had like other cartoon youtubers who did a stream once the character came out they're streaming with um dirty berry the voice actor for jimmy neutron and obviously and as well as marta carlo voice of Hugh neutron as well and they were <clears throat> they're loving they seem very fun fun people so far to hang out with especially with dirty berry she seems like a curse she seems like a person with a lot of curiosity despite her ever like bit old age but very curious person, honestly. Especially with Mark DiCarlo. He's more like a chillax person to, you know, just talk to and have make some goofy stuff. Especially on his Twitter account where he makes, like, outrageous stuff that makes a person laugh. But then again, he's neutral. He's, like, basically a meme at this point. And, you know, Nick Allstar was able to bring up the meme so far. But despite that, I would say... Hugh Neutron overall, I would say he is a good character. He will be, he is a good character, but he won't be a character that you will be good in the beginning. I believe you have to be, I see, if you're going to play Hugh Neutron, I would say you, you could either train yourself before using the character, get to know the character, get to know the movesets, or maybe look up gameplay of how to see how he functions, or at least have at least like a brawl. And just you know, lower the, just lower the character's um, level a little bit, so you can get to know the character and his moveset as well. So he's gonna be a difficult character to use in the beginning, but overall, compared to Jenny, 
Jenny was an easy person to use, for my opinion. In my opinion, she was an easy person to use with her movesets. Spamming, a lot of, a lot of like big combo attacks he could make. Hinochon, his combos are kind of hard to use, but need the Gisa to know the moveset as well as what he's capable of. Because there is a move where he literally dives down once he reaches up. You don't want to press that move when you try to get out of when you try to get out of the try to or try to get inside the arena back or get back inside the arena because you gotta drive you gotta dive yourself down to the abyss and you automatically lose. I did that a couple times just to learn how he works and it was irritating. But I was able to learn what his moveset works. So I understand the methods as well as what he does so far. And he also has this odd moveset where he just like shakes some type of spray in the middle of his attack and it's weird and there's also a moveset where he just burps purple flurp or any soda to the character that was pretty funny so far and I almost forgot not only the characters release but he gets his own just like Jenny he gets his own stage and his own stage is basically this <clears throat> picture a stage where you're in the sky and the platform is basically a big round pie. Not rhyme. No, it's not rhyming. Big round pie. And all around you, you see giant floating ducks in the background. Rubber ducks. And other stuff going on so far in the background. And you hear the, the sound check keep saying duck duck pie but in a more more of a like a heavenly type voice soundtrack this is not a stage this for me what i see is someone who goes to gmod and make their own stage out of scratch that's how i picture that stage it is a gmod stage oh my god that is fucking hilarious that is hilarious. I like it so far. And, and you know, I wouldn't have any other way with Unitron so far. And that's what I see for the game so far. And it, it is true currently so far. We're in week two or three. What are week we've so far? Multiverses. But hopefully the game hopefully still goes strong. But then, you know, people are moving to multiverses some more. But hopefully it gets the players back in. Me, possibly, hopefully I get to convince my friends to play with me and Nick Nick All-Star Brawl or Multiverses because I wanted them to play with, with me honestly and have fun overall because I love animation I love these characters I love compassion and seeing Mike you seeing the characters I love fighting against each other is it one big fucking animated geeks their fucking dream come true in a way so far so it's weird but as we all dream about. Because I know there's a fact that someone made a fan game. A fan. Some type of fan game. Flash. Fighting game. Where they, they put in like a lot of cartoon. All of cartoon properties. And fight against each other. I don't know if that's still there. But. Is that what we got so far during the time. Before multiverses and. And uh, they cost our brawl. But. <clears throat> overall. Hinochon's finally out. The irritation and urge is finally over. You get to enjoy what he is. I know they're gonna make a few patches coming soon, so please fix the fix his moves to make it more at least at least a bit more like a bit more like easy to use in the beginning. 
I keep the features what he knows so far, so I'm glad that the weed is finally over and enjoy Mr. Dodo Boy himself, Hugh Neutron, showing up his his Neutron style against all the players in Nick All-Star Brawl. Now, now our last story for today, which speaking of multiverses, because we've been talking about talking about that, comes from the comicbook.com, which multiverses season one for their upcoming battle pass, as you say, has been delayed, meaning that the. Free-to-play platform brawl Multiverses has officially delayed the start of Season 1. The video game from the Player First games and Warner Brothers games are currently in open beta, and the first official season was previously set to start on next week on August 9th, now in less than a week before it was scheduled to begin. Release from, the, release from Multiverses Season 1 has been, has been indefinitely delayed there, as there is no Definitely, or definitive date announced for when it's to start. In addition, the new season began delayed, and Multiverses has del- Multiverse has delayed again. To keep using the word delayed in this article, the reasons of the of of the Morty for Rick and Morty alongside of it, which they stated on Twitter, said in a quote. <clears throat> we want to let everyone know that we. Are delaying the start of season one and the release of Morty to a later date, the official Multiverse Twitter account says. We know that the this might be dis- disappointing for some and want to assure the community that we are dedicating to deliver new and exciting content to delight the players. Which he also keeps mentioning that a big thank you for to everyone playing multiverses. It's exciting to see so many players enjoying the game and launch of the open beta. Is just the beginning, and you will know that the timing soon as we can. We appreciate the, we appreciate your patience and enthusiasm. We're looking forward to unveiling season one very, very soon. More well, very soon. Sorry about that. In case you missed the previously, the previously um, when it when it was announced when Rick and Morty, well, Rick and Morty would be joining multiverses. Two of them would be explicitly announced as an upcoming season one. And more specifically, Morty was expected to join the Brawl roster as part of the season premiere. With the season premiere delayed, Morty's release seems to be in more unfortunate casualties. The noted, noted above, Multiverse Season 1 has been again delayed and then currently available around all platforms, which is which is on beta, which is basically on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and PC. However, for some odd reason, it's not available in Nintendo Switch. I don't know why, but it's on them. It's, just, it's on them. I don't know why it's on, not on the Switch, but okay. Weird, weird, um, weird decisions, but okay. <clears throat> in my opinion, this is good and bad news. Obviously, where you could tell the bad news is you're not gonna get Rick and Morty, meaning we don't know what date season one is gonna be released, so 
I'm pretty sure hopefully the content or the hype won't keep like dying down what they did with Nickelodeon also bro it's just to keep up the players and their fan base and uh, you know with and their uh, keeping it relevant and fresh so to speak if that makes sense and that's what all games are worried or anyone worried about when you play a game where you want to keep the content going you don't want to keep it you want to be like with like what they did with um with Halo Infinite for example having it stayed there as a season one game and then until like like five months later whoop de doo you're getting new season cosmetics whoa yay even though people are already done playing with the game because it was really boring and everyone got their own achievements for a couple of months and this new season is just lackluster that's what we're worried about every video games to keep it relevant and fresh and stay in content with other players and simply being out of the dust now the good news is mostly me entirely but I'm pretty sure other people people are is giving people more and more time to finish the battle pass of the preseason is good for that because for me as an Adventure Time fan I want to I still want to have more time to get Kate the Cat obviously and I know I've seen so many outrageous mods seeing so far across the internet making like Fiona be in the game fucking Saul Goodman from Better Call Saul in the game for some apparent reason I don't know why but that is pretty fucking funny and he has his moves there having his fucking suitcase hitting a character that is that is hilarious that is really hilarious and someone able to make um someone else as well making Harley Quinn with three C's and then there was a fan animation fan animation where you know Harley Quinn saw it and then just like beat up the developer bashed the developer with a hammer or the modder with the hammer basically not developer with the hammer whatever you get what I mean so many mods so many things added to the game so far and it's really fun and um, you know get the experience so far I'm having fun with the game so far I love it you know and um, it's really amazing to see many people playing it so far and still I want to see my friends to be playing this game as well and you know and I actually did got the opportunity to play my friends one of my friends on multiverses we had fun despite we have like at least facing two iron giants counting two iron giants kicking our butts to the fucking ground because of their stupid tack of throwing fucking cars, squashing us, as well as using their stupid jetpacks. And the most annoying thing is they, and I quote, they have the ability to use magnetism to bring close to the player to give them a big smash. I swear, you guys are the most annoying, annoying people for using mostly Iron Giant. Stop that. I'm just saying. Oh, and one other thing. A lot of people right now are getting shade to Finn the human because what we notice Finn is seems to be the overpowered character even 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 though it's the Iron Giant but people are, some people are basically blindsided but I'm just saying and for me as a person who likes Finn and a person who's a Finn main I give I'll give the players the benefit of a doubt so to speak I'm just saying. But, I mean, the only thing I see overpowered, or two things I see overpowered, is either his hand attack, where he just, like, 
like hold it and just make like a big uh, a big a big attack or his um his him rotating his fucking backpack or twirling around multiple times and can see that oh yeah another thing that he people find annoying is that his ability to purchase abilities to either boost up his armor his speed or having fucking bimo be his ultimate killer attack we have the time right I can see that, and I'm pretty sure people are saying that, hey, we need to fucking nerf this man. Nerf Finn. It's possible what they did with Taz. Hey, Taz is really annoying when he's, when he's just using his fucking spin, uh, his um, spin spam. They call it the spin spam. Now people are, now the developers are able to limit that, and I'm just excited they're able to limit that, because I faced two Tazes using fucking spin, that they keep fucking... Stabbing that move, look, Ice Band moves as well, buddy. We're having two players, two fucking players. I'm a team, my other team, my other teammate was playing, I don't know, he was playing one of them, I guess. And having two broken characters spamming the same shit at each, against us. It's something that is called chaotic and broken as hell. I'm just saying. But you know the gist. Sometimes, you know... Characters get a bit broken, you have to nerf. Yeah, they be you have to nerf them in any other any sort of way, but yeah. That's the thing. And um you know, and that's what happens with me and me and my other friend who we um he got angry when we see two iron giants keep using their ultimate moves and we got pissed. Very pissed. Oh my god. That is so fucking annoying, but Fix Iron Giant as well. I know you guys have considered him as a quote-unquote experimental, but just just nerf him, nerf him, please, please. He's experimenting the exper- in my and me as a guinea pig, as a person who experiencing the beta myself. I would say the Iron Giant is broken. Fix it. The experiment has already conducted its its conclusion. Its conclusion is that he is broken as hell. And fix him as well. If you gotta fix my boy Finn, you might as well fix Iron Giant. Maybe Steven a little bit. I see he has also been like a lot of good attack moves, and and you can fix him as well. Honestly, for me, I mostly use Finn, Garnet, Batman, and Finn, Garnet, Batman, and uh, who else? And Jake. Jake is also another powerful one, where he uses his like his like changing his fucking. Hand into like a mace, you get like a big hit attack, eating the eating the player with which is basically curvy, and also turning himself into like a boat or a house to get that crush smash as well. Even his changing himself into like a fucking horse is powerful as well. And having him to just like stretch outside, like on top of the arena to dodge or get close to the character is also broken as well. So maybe fix him a little bit. But it seems pretty good to just down counter him as well. So I'm just saying. But overall, I'm having fun with multiverses. Um, I hear a lot of people having fun with LeBron James. And apparently this week, this week's e- EVO, um, he's basically banned from the tournament. Um, I don't know. I still don't know why he was banned from the tournament. And let me just look up real quick for you guys to see why is he, why Mr. LeBron James is banned from 
the character, not the basketball player, which he was basically basically the character in multiverses, not the basketball, not the actual basketball player. Not like, no, it's not like LeBron. She's like, oh, Mr. LeBron, you're here. You're 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 banned from playing this game. No, no, no. The character in multiverses is banned, but but it, the thing is that he, for some reason he's banned. Apparently, and uh, trying to find the reason why he was banned from having LeBron James. Because apparently it says the res that the this decision the subject was changed at the sole discretion of Warner Brothers and multi multiverses develop developer player player first, which is the company made multiverses. Imagine if LeBron went to EVO and they just stopped him at the door. Said one Twitter fan, okay, now I'm absolutely want to see a real LeBron James go to Evo and enter a multiverses tournament. The real LeBron James, as opposed to the video game character, did not reply for this comment and whatever. Which I'm trying to find the reason why they did this. Um Well apparently they say that the Um let's see Apparently, only characters that are experimental are banned from playing in the tournament because they're experimental. From what I heard so far, so basically they're under development a few issues so far. But you know, it's it's odd, but but hey, at least he's not dealing. At least the Iron Giant is banned because the man is broken, and I'm pretty sure everyone is well aware that this character is broken. So please, 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 fix Iron Giant as well. If I please, I see a few LeBron James characters. Yeah, he's he's a bit overpowered, but at the same time, I was able to just like find other ways to like beat beat LeBron beat LeBron players, and you know he's not that bad, honestly. But overall. If he's broken and he's like quote unquote experimental, then I can see the reasons why they kind of banned him from ban him as well as the Iron Giant for doing so because he's only experimental and, and his Polly's moose is pretty much broken than other characters. So this is what can I assume what I think so far. Now that's it for today's news. Everyone, welcome. Hopefully, you guys like today's news what we brought in so far. Make sure you guys follow our Twitter account, which is basically animation ninety ten. That's animation ninety ten for no for more rules as well. I also got a bit of an announcement. Um, we actually made a TikTok as well for more content or bits of shorts to give a few examples of more viewership and those people who are enjoying animation and video games as well as other pop culture content. We're able to be, to reach more people over there as well. So it's Animation Nation over there at TikTok as well. So you guys want to follow that as well. So yeah, this is Animation Nation. I'm your host, Primetime here. Hopefully good to see you guys tomorrow or at least next week. So have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.